When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Everybody's starting to clench up a little bit in Boston, aren't they? Considering what's going on with the New England Patriots, it's Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance on your smart speakers as well. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenbaugh, Joseph, midweek. Football, plenty to discuss. And listen, I'm pumped up because this is going to be an awesome show today. And we are starting it with Bill Belichick. Can we actually say the phrase Bill Belichick on the hot seat? Bill Belichick. Uh, I'm still getting used to this whole uh, arrangement we have here. And by arrangement, I mean this show, you and I, and this being streamed onto the app because I. We always start the show and I am furiously scribbling notes and I catch myself on the feedback and it's like that's no way to open a show half off the screen staring at a piece of paper writing notes. Perhaps I'm going to try something different tomorrow. Maybe I'll get the notes done before the show starts. How about that? (laughs) Why would we ever want to prepare or get anything in line beforehand? Let it fly. This is what we do. Too busy talking about Mad Dog's performance on first take this morning. It was it was epic. I, we can get into the specifics of it later. I think sometime after 10 o'clock Eastern time tonight. Right. With what his weekend plans are. But we'll get to that all uh, throughout the course of the day. Like we said, hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN. We're going to get to your calls here very shortly at 888-729-3776. Haven't done uh, enough of getting you involved with the show this week, and we're going to do that here in just moments invite you to get involved because when you look at this coming weekend it doesn't necessarily jump off the page with amazing matchups and games in the nfl but there are very important games and joe we start with the jets and the patriots which is an exceptionally important game for two teams the patriots sitting at zero and two the jets sitting at one and one but not knowing what the future is going to hold with a great defense that underperformed the other day because they were on the field a ton with a subpar quarterback. And if you're looking at who this game is more important for, the case can be made for either. I I firmly believe this game is a whole lot more important for the Jets. Oh, really? Yeah, because even with their situation at quarterback, Joe, that window is still open, and they need to take advantage of that window while they can. This right now is about survival. The Jets have to survive for the next couple of weeks so they can figure out exactly where they stand and what their options at quarterback are going to be. Interesting. This is why we call it Carlin versus Joe. We tend to agree more than we should with a show name like that, but this is going to be immediate disagreement off the top. I, I think it's far more important for New England. Let's start with the Jet side of this equation. You sign Aaron Rodgers, you put that defense together. 
you're not going to call it Super Bowl or bust, but the reality is you've got your sights set on the Super Bowl this season. Rodgers is out. You're not winning the Super Bowl. The season's gone, okay? So whether you win or lose this weekend, it doesn't mean anything. The season's a wash. Now we look at New England. Absolute must-win situation for the Patriots. Extraordinarily important on so many different levels. They are 0-2 out of the gate. Belichick 25-27 and since Tom Brady left. People starting to chirp a little bit, starting to chirp as to whether or not he's on the hot seat, as to whether or not this could be the end of the Belichick run in New England. And here you go. You need a win in a worse way. Look who you're facing. Zach Wilson in the Jets. Belichick is known for several things throughout his tenure in the NFL, several positive things, one of which is the manner in which he destroys young quarterbacks, Mm. rookies specifically, but guys like Zach Wilson with little experience, he owns them. Zach Wilson's career against the New England Patriots, four games, he's 0-4, he's completing 50% 50% of his passes, which is abysmal. I Two thought that touchdowns. number was high when I heard it. <laughs> yeah, 50%. It's like, oh, okay, that's a little bit better than expected. <laughs> exactly. Two touchdowns, seven interceptions, 11 sacks, quarterback rating of 50.6. The only team he has a worse quarterback rating against than the Patriots is the Cowboys because he's only played them once, and it was this past weekend. So that's it. This is the team that owns him. If Bill loses this game to Zach Wilson and the Jets – you're going to start hearing about how Bill's lost his fastball because Bill never loses to a guy like Zach Wilson. It doesn't happen. He owns guys like that with his defensive mindset. So I would have to disagree with the big man here and say that this is far more important for New England this weekend because if the Jets lose, so what? Season's already wasted. Carlin versus Joe ESPN Radio. Do me a favor. Listen to Garrett Wilson yesterday on Barton Hahn on 987 ESPN in New York and he is speaking rather bluntly about what has gone on between these two teams. For me personally, I feel like it's going to fuel me throughout my week knowing that it's 14 straight because, you know, it's time that things, you know, change around around here. I don't like talking about it too much, but <laughs> that's one of the first steps. You know, 14 straight is unacceptable. You know, that's unacceptable. I'm 0-2 against them. That's unacceptable. I walked into a team that we haven't beat the Patriots, and I feel like that's why they brought me here and, and brought me and Sauce here and, and the guys here to make things like that change. So it's time that we, you know, do what we get paid for. 14 straight losses to the New England Patriots. That is a staggering number. And you are right. He has absolutely destroyed Zach Wilson in every single way. This for the Jets is more than anything, Joe, recognizing that while you may feel like the season is over when it comes to the Super Bowl, I think there's still a survival aspect of it. And this is a week where the Jets need to survive. The The first six, seven weeks, we've gone through it ad nauseum, right? Their schedule is rough. It is rough. But if you can find a way to get past it and find a way to get a quarterback beyond that in a guy like Kirk Cousins, then maybe it's not dead. Maybe it's not. But the whole key right now is just getting there without being one and five. And at some point, you have to beat this team. And I get it. I understand what Zach is, and that's not very good. But on the other side, the Patriots aren't very good. They're good defensively. Belichick will make him look silly. But is there anything about New England offensively that scares you? No, not really. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. So the Jets have to not look at this as... We have to find a way to beat the genius Belichick. They have to look at this more of 
We need to find a way to continue to shut down that less than average offense, and then we'll just see where it finds us at the end of the day. Just once again, don't be in a position that Sam Darnold was a few years ago when he's seeing ghosts. Don't, Joe, do exactly what Zach Wilson has done all along against the Patriots. You would hope that he would have learned something from getting absolutely destroyed by them. Didn't we just have a version of this conversation last week? We where did. We talked about Wilson and we said, if you can just play average football, maybe we can have a chance. I'm not maybe counting on it. The Jets can, can do that. And then we saw what happened in Dallas. It was a disaster. It was a disaster. This, this feels like a game, first one to six wins, does it not? Yeah. <laughs> like 6-3 final. 6-3 final. It could be enough. Like that Dolphin-Jet game in the final game of the turnover. season last year. <laughs> More turnovers or points for the New England Patriots this weekend. I tell you, that's a great prop, Brett. That's a great prop, bet. <laughs> what are we saying? We're to open our own our own little uh, bookmaking business. Carlin Legal, versus Joe, just the most ridiculous prop. We should set props on things that happen at ESPN. Like, like, like will Mad Dog go over half a gummy this weekend? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and by all accounts, it sounds like that's possible. It's, it's, um, it's projected. I, I'd probably put that at minus 180. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Um, but I, I just, yes, I'm not asking him to go out there and do that because I did that last week and it didn't really work. Okay. This yeah, we're is. Flush those takes. I mean, I, I can't. I can't in good conscience. Expect to ever be taken seriously again if I continue to try to prop that idea up out there. <laughs> I can't. I know this. I can't, and I won't try to sell people on this. I am not a snake oil salesman when it comes to my takes. <laughs> you know, the heck with me thinking reasonable last week that maybe, just maybe, he could not screw it up. I, I, I know what we're dealing with here. All right, let me but, flip it on you for a second. But we're not dealing with world beaters like we were last week with the Cowboys and how they're playing. No, absolutely true. You make a great point. Listening to you and the way you lay it out for the Jets, should you lose the game this week, the way it gets away from them, I, I, I can see that process that I, 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 I can respect that. Flip it over now and look at my point of view. Like, what are we talking about Monday if the Patriots are 0-3, the 14-game winning streak against the Jets comes to an end, Zach Wilson being 0-4 against the Patriots, that's done. He's now beaten Bill. What are we talking about with New England on Monday? We're talking about Bill continuing to be on the hot seat. Yeah, like, that's that's heating up, right? Like, that becomes a very big story. Yes, absolutely. How do you think that coffee is going to go down for Bob Kraft Monday morning? Oof. Reading those headlines. They're already calling for Belichick's head up there, which is unsurprising in many ways. I just think that this is a gradual situation that has taken place over the last few years, and more and more and more and more you're hearing about Belichick's record without Brady. More and more. And as long as the owner keeps hearing about that, who was already, I firmly believe, on edge this summer— There's no question in my mind that Belichick very easily could be gone after this year. It won't be a firing. They will respect it. But if you think he's hanging around, that Bob Kraft is keeping him around the next few years to get to the the all-time wins record, he doesn't give a damn about that. And he told you as much this summer when he said, we have never been about personal accomplishments here. I don't know what else there is to talk about at that point. There it is. Yeah. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. So here's the question for you. Not just this game, 
this game if you want. But what team in the NFL this weekend desperately needs a win? What team needs a win the most in the league? It can be Jets Patriots, or you can take it anywhere else, and the lines are open for you right now at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Hit us up on Twitter, at Chris Carlin, at Joe Fortenbaugh. I'd like to let you know I have a really good one. I got a really good one. I got a team that needs to win in a bad way. I got a good one for you. Mm. I got a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, buddy. It's all on the way next. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com On the road, primetime division opponent. Those are very, very valuable games to be able to come up with the win. So I was happy for all the guys really. There are must-win situations all over the place this weekend in the NFL. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Your opportunity to get through on this very topic right now. So let us roll them up and get going. We will start with Ryan in Connecticut today on ESPN Radio. Ryan, who you got here, bud? Well, this goes back to the last topic with the Patriots, right? So Bill Belichick could be on the way out. Um, They need an offensive, explosive playmaker. The Bengals let it be known that they're not going to re-sign T. Higgins. Why not take a flyer? The Bengals won't want to lose him and not get anything for him. Maybe send a second rounder, give Matt Jones that explosive weapon could maybe bring some juice to the offense. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, if they definitively let it be known, I haven't seen that anywhere. Um, but I, I understand that you cannot pay everybody. Uh, I get the thought process. T. Higgins was a second round pick, so he does not have that fifth round option or that fifth year option. And look, you're paying Jamar Chase before you're paying T. Higgins, clearly. Uh, I don't know that I see the Bengals making that trade anytime soon, though. Do you not realize what just happened? And you're what just happened? fully indulging this. You asked for calls on which team needed to win this weekend. Yeah. The first call we got was a trade proposal between Cincinnati and New England. And without batting an eye, you just sat there and calmly gave your analysis on that entire situation. So you wanted me to just berate him? I knew what I was doing. Not berate. The train just completely off the tracks like 30 yeah. seconds into the segment. 
I mean, uh, completely Remarkable. off the tracks or just kind of, <laughs> you know, maybe it stopped for a second. There's a slight delay. We're in the wrong port right now. <laughs> it's like the first, hey, who needs a win this weekend? I'm thinking the Patriots should trade for T. Higgins. What do you guys think? <laughs> I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> oh, here's Logan in Virginia checking in on the Washington Nationals. Logan, what's going on? <laughs> Logan, what do you think about Dame Lillard? <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, Steph Curry uh, is my favorite basketball player. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, good What's to talk up, to you guys. First time caller here, actually. Um, Thank so, you. So, I'm thinking, uh, did you guys pay attention to the Skins game last week and the week before, Denver and then Arizona? Yeah. Okay, so, man, I about had a heart attack, turned off the game, first half against Denver. Arizona was wobbly at best, but I think – for the Commanders to be a serious team and gain a lot of confidence, if they beat the Bills this week at a home sold-out FedEx field, I think they're easy top ten best team. And I think that does more for Commanders fans and the confidence of the team than it does a lot of other teams who, quote-unquote, need wins. Because I think, I think if they can come out of there and beat the Bills – I think that makes the Commanders a serious team. Good call. I'll I'll throw it. I'll throw this in right off the top. I hate the fact that if that happens, we'll be talking more about the Bills being one and two and losing that game than we will talk about the Commanders being three and zero oh and having won that game. I can totally see. See, it going I think in that we'll direction. be talking about the Commanders quite a bit, though. I, I think it'll. We be, will. Yes, without it, question. It, it, people but you will know say the what's lead. wrong with the Bills. That will. You be know, first. the lead would be yes. what's wrong with the Bills. Exactly. Yes. You would probably be at the forefront because you picked them to miss the playoffs. So that would be very much up your alley should yeah. something like that happen. Would it not? But at that point, I would start taking the NFC East a lot more seriously as the best division in football. Like right now, you've got two two teams that can win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. If you want to talk about Washington, if they go and they beat Buffalo at home this week, that would go a long way for me looking at the NFC East in a whole nother light. Because to me, a, a best division in football has three playoff teams. Yeah. And, That's a and good you'd way to have say to it. start talking about it at that point. The East had that last year with the Giants getting in. So yeah. so they've been quite formidable now for a couple years. The commanders, I'll, I'll tell you, the story coming out of that would be Eric Bieniemy. And the value, uh, there's just the millions in terms of how much his contract's going to be worth when he eventually ends up becoming an NFL head coach. Should that eventually happen one day? Because right now we're two weeks in and people are kind of dancing around the subject, but Kansas City's offense hasn't looked that great the first two weeks, no longer with Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator. And Washington's offense, okay in week one against Arizona, very good in week two at Denver. That's where Eric Bieniemy is now. So that's the storyline worth watching there, especially if they find a way to shock Buffalo. Rob's up next on ESPN Radio. Rob, who you got, bud? Hey, so I guess everybody's looking at this the wrong way. Everybody's looking at these 0-2 teams about, you know, who needs to win to avoid being in the gutter. The real question here is who's going to be end up in the Super Bowl. That's all that matters. And the AFC North or the AFC Championship game is going to be Kansas City versus whoever wins the AFC North. So... And the, the winner of that game is going to be determined by whether or not it's in Kansas City or somewhere in Ohio, Maryland, or Pennsylvania. So the well, winner, hold on, the on. You can't just say, you can't. Game. That's you got to go one step further. Who wins the AFC North? If you're just going to say Kansas City versus the winner of the division, go take a step that's, out. That's where I'm going. Okay. Right, well, you're that's taking a long time so to get real, there. So let's real, go. The real, I'm sorry. The real the real must win is Baltimore Ravens. Okay. They have a one game lead in the AFC North. 
If they keep winning, they control their destiny. Nobody controls them. But they need to have more wins in Kansas City at the end to get that, that game in Baltimore and not in Kansas City so they make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Well, look, I get it, but it's almost like a instead of a must-win, that's more like the can't-lose. You can't lose to the Colts. Can't lose to the Colts at home. I like the point he's getting at, though. I, I, you, I know what he's saying. These are games that if you're going to be the team, like these are the layups you can't blow. You can't blow these layups. We see teams do this every year. Baltimore last year had a nasty habit of melting down late in the fourth quarter, and it came against good teams. But that Buffalo game, they had them on the ropes. They blew that game late. I think one of the games against Cincinnati, they blew that game late. They had the game against Miami where they were up huge and completely melted down in the second half of that game. They got to close. So if a team like Baltimore is going to make a serious run at it. I do agree with the caller. A game like this, this is an absolute must win. You can't lose to the Colts. But, but don't you agree there is a difference here between must win and can't lose? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, must that's win fair. is like we. this is going to be paramount for us to keep our season going yes. and, and to survive. Can't lose is you can't lose that game. You know, that that's <laughs> I'm looking at it completely differently. You know what I mean? Like later in the year, they, if they lost to the Colts here, but they make it up, okay. But like, it's still going to be mindless to lose that game. That's why it's like, I, I can't lose that game. Come on. What are we doing? I'll, I'll set the lowest bar imaginable for you in this conversation. I don't, I have don't know a, if that's possible. <laughs> I don't have a must win or a can't lose. What I have is a, you have to at least try to look semi-competent. That's the Chicago Bears at Kansas City. Holy crap, that's such a cop-out. <laughs> no one no one is asking the Bears to win that game. No one. It, it, they're 0-2. They're they have got to find a way to look semi-competent in that matchup. We're already anticipating the loss at Kansas City. No one's expecting you to win. You can't keep looking this bad. Like, there is pressure in Chicago to at least, and think about how low the bar is here. I don't think there's a single Bears fan that has any hope that that team is going to win this weekend or even come close to winning. But you got to have at least a little bit of belief that if this isn't going to be a disastrous franchise for the next few years, that you can at least maybe move the ball down the field and score some points in this game. Just going to throw my hands up on that one. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on your bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Got Visit Progressive.com. <laughs> How, there. after the last 30 years of the internet, can I have trouble with .com? <laughs> what is this .com you speak of? <laughs> .org. Well, .gov.net. That's the thing. When you have the buddy who gives you the email address and it's like, here it is, and it's .net, it's like, I right away, I'm looking at you suspiciously. Why are you .net and the rest of us are .com? Exactly. That to me says you're sketchy. Something's going on there. He's trying to avoid something. something illegal about what you're doing. (laughs) Why don't I just throw in the www while we're at it? (laughs) You know how troubling that is for a guy like me to try to say that www? There's a lot of bouncing. It really is. There's a lot of bouncing and gyration. Down. It's not good. (laughs) We're going to tell you the 0-2 team in moments with a massive decision to make on their franchise quarterback. That is on the way. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the end zone, caught ball, touchdown Tampa Bay, Mike Evans. I think we have a long way to go, but um, if we keep working, we'll get there. I think in this position, you know, it's you can lay down and just kind of throw in the towel and, you know, say whatever. It has not been good so far for Justin Fields, and a little bit of news in the last few minutes just made it a little bit worse. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Follow us over on Instagram at Jay Fortenbaugh, at that guy Carlin. Uh, let's call this uh, semi breaking news. Breaking, breaking news? Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> that is our kind of, yeah, there's breaking news. There's, you know, it sounds like this. Carlin versus Joe. Breaking news. And then there's, you know, it's kind of breaking. Breaking, breaking news? Yeah. When did that happen? I wasn't a part of that meeting. Don't worry about it. There are things happening here that you don't. <laughs> I was going like to say, that. it's like, we only wake you up for the important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it happened about two minutes before you came on the Zoom today. <laughs> That's all. At any rate, all right. uh, not we shouldn't be laughing about this because Braxton no. Jones, who is the left tackle, the starter for the Bears, is now on IR with a neck injury. So he's out at least four games, and that's an absolute killer uh, for Justin Fields, who already is struggling. Then you've got the other uh, kind of breaking news today, and that is one that I think is somewhat expected, and that's that Kareem Hunt officially does sign back uh, with the Cleveland Browns after the injury the other night to Nick Chubb. For more on all of this, we welcome in ESPN NFL analyst Andrew Hawkins, who joins us right now. Hawkins, Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenbaugh, we appreciate it. Let's start it, first of all, with that bad news in Chicago about Braxton Jones. Um, when you start to evaluate this situation with Fields, the way he's playing, are the Bears all that far off from maybe regretting uh, not keeping that number one overall pick? I, I don't. I don't think they're that. I don't think they regret it because I mean, if the trend continues, they'll be in contention for a very similar spot next year, um, where there's, in my opinion, even even better options at quarterback than it was this year if they decide to make a change. That being said, with Justin Fields, you know, I, I, it's been a tough year. It's been tough because it's year three, and there are some versions of progression that you expect to see that just haven't been there. And I don't know what it is, whether it's a trust factor, whether in himself, in the offense, or what have you, but there are plays out there that even under the circumstances he should make. And, and, and like you guys talked about, with no, you know, his left tackle now going on, on IR – 
you can't imagine that that is going to go any easier than it has been thus far this year. All right, so you have an 0-2 team in Chicago that's got a problem with the quarterback situation. Let's go to Cincinnati, a different 0-2 team, and a different problem at the quarterback position. Joe Burrow, the calf injury. What do you think happens here? Should they shut him down for a few weeks to try to get him right? Do they need him out there to compete this coming week to try to score a win? How would you handle this? I would absolutely shut him down. If if it's at the point where, again, this is going to be a recurring issue or injury throughout the season – you got to give it rest. You got to do as much as you can in in these next couple of weeks um, to let the healing process take its course. Because what you don't want is him going out in moments where the wins are as crucial as they could be. And yes, it's the NFL, and every week matters. But we all know that the Bengals have started slow, and late in the season is when a lot of these teams, especially in this division will start to define themselves. And, again, you don't want to have a situation where you don't have your highest-paid player ever quarterback out there orchestrating potential wins for your team that could dictate what it looks like, you know, into the playoffs or, you know, the remainder of the season. Andrew Hawkins, ESPN NFL analyst with us. Deshaun Watson through the first two games. How concerned should we be about what we're seeing? Um, I would say medium to, uh, to high concern just because, you know, last year it was, all right, well, it's been a while. He has to get his, his legs under him. He has to get used to certain things. And, you know, I, I think he looks more comfortable as a quarterback. But, I mean, when, in his play, I mean, he's had spots. But in his play, it just it still hasn't quite come together the way that you would expect it to. And I think a lot of that is because, when we think of Deshaun Watson and when he's been at his best, he has been the focal point of the offense. And not just the focal point, he has been the complete source of the offense when he was in the Houston, with the Houston Texans. They had to rely on his legs. They had to rely on his arm. They had to rely on his decision-making from a, from, a, from a lot of perspectives to generate and be a high-powered offense at times when they were. And in and, and Cleveland, that's just not how they're constructed. You know, I mean, with the injury to Nick Chubb, it's a weird thing, but I, I kind of suspect Deshaun Watson to play better because now he's in a, a more familiar situation where, again, it's like, hey, we have to rely on you to have the production that we need to win as an offense. And he's kind of felt like he's been fitting into a system um, that just doesn't bode well for, I think, what he's used to bringing to the table. Hawk, they lose Nick Chubb, gruesome knee injury in Monday night's loss to Pittsburgh. The reports are out today that Kareem Hunt is going to rejoin the team. You know, should Watson be able to stabilize himself? What does the Hunt signing do for the team? He's not Nick Chubb, but, I mean, we saw the backup step in Monday night and run for over 100 yards. That's a great offensive line there. Yeah, it's it's interesting, the plight of running backs, man, because even Kareem Hunt was one of, if not, contention for the best back in the league at one point. This is a rushing champion. So this is not just some – yes, he's off the street technically, but I would even argue that Kareem Hunt is even still a top 15 running back in the league when healthy and in his rhythm because he is very, very talented. And so I do think this is a great signing for the Browns. You know, it's not Nick Chubb by any stretch of the imagination, but it's somebody who's familiar with the locker room. It's somebody who's familiar with the playbook. It's still an incredible offensive line. And like you said, no matter what or who is back there, Deshaun Watson has to take the step forward for this team to do what it needs to do. They should have won last week if it were not for a couple of costly Deshaun Watson 
mistakes. Aaron pass, tips and overthrows, and, and a fumble that both resulted, resulted in touchdowns for the defense. And that is quite literally what these, they've asked of their quarterbacks for the last couple of years. Don't mess it up, and we have a chance to win. So I think that's been tough for Deshaun Watson, and I think in this new version of their offense, you know, he's going to be able to, again, take a, a more chances and feel more comfortable in the fact that, all right, well, they, they need me in these ways because we don't have a Nick Chubb we can just turn around, hand the ball to, and, you know, he just makes big plays whenever the opportunity presents itself. Hawk, we appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Andrew Hawkins, ESPN NFL analyst. Huh? He's always nails. He's a tremendous guy. I love, I love talking football with him. He's got it. He's got it. He delivers, and that was outstanding. And speaking of which, like, we were just joking around about the Sounders. Get the Sounder ready, baby, because we've got some massive breaking news that everybody has been waiting for and is finally confirmed. That's right. That's after Joe. I don't even know what it is. That's after Joe has yeah, this. Was- I have no idea what it is. Uh, now you got me all hot and bothered. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kelsey, the motion man, low snap. Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up. Of course, that really was well done by the great Iron Eagle the other day. That was fantastic. To slide in the blank space reference. See, that's where he excels. uh, One of the many places. It's Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. And I think it is fair to say that this is actually... Carlin versus Joe, breaking news. And it was confirmed this morning. Confirmed this morning by Jason Kelsey on WIP in Philadelphia with the great Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie, the former fullback, about what's going on with his brother. Tony kind of blindsided me with that question on Thursday night. And I, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard to answer because I don't really know a lot about what's happening in Travis's love life. And I try to, like, keep, uh, you know, his business kind of his business sure. and stay out of that world. Uh, you know, but having said that, man, I I, I think he's doing great, and I think it's all 100% true, and I hope that this soon goes a mile down, Joe. I, I try to stay out of it. By the way, it's all 100% true. <laughs> Look, guys, I'm not one to talk, okay? But, yes, yes, they are t- dating, and uh, it's glorious. I don't want to speak out of turn. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is, big. is dating Taylor Swift. This is big. How did this all start? Didn't he shoot his shot like he a did. month ago on so what social was, media or a podcast or something? What Where he actually did it was at the Taylor Swift show in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Okay. He went to the show and kind of went somewhat backstage or kind of off to the side to a VIP area. 
And he said on the Kelsey Brothers podcast that he wanted to meet her and he tried to, was going to slip her like a friendship bracelet that might have included his number. What? And he was rebuffed with great prejudice. By who? By her? By, uh, by, by just her? By her through an intermediary. Through an intermediary. Okay. Like, yeah, she's not really up for meeting you. Okay. And, uh, and he said all of that on the podcast. And since they have, quote, been hanging out very quietly. Well, how is that possible? Like, that's just... You're you're going to the house and you're never leaving the house if they're hanging out quietly. Isn't she the most recognizable person on the planet right now? Yes, I would think so. I, I mean, like, the only thing bigger would be, like, her dating Lionel Messi, you know? Other than that, I can't think of anybody else uh, that that is more recognizable than her right now. This is big for Kelsey. In yes. a, in, oh, this in a... Is, if he's trying to build his brand, like... We're moving up a few levels here. This is leveling up in a big way. No matter how you feel about Taylor Swift, there are only a handful, handful of professional football players who end up in this situation. Tom Brady being the most notable, right? Started with Bridget Moynihan, the actress, moved to Giselle Bundchen, the world's most famous supermodel. Brady set the standard for this sort of thing. In fact, Brady probably set a standard that can never be eclipsed, but that's why he's the GOAT in more ways than one. Travis Kelsey... Tight end in the Midwest wouldn't necessarily be the type of situation that you would think that would be a guy who could level up to this point. Normally, it's the quarterback position. Maybe it's the wide receiver position, right? But wow. I mean, this is going to open the door for a lot of guys, a lot of guys to start shooting shots that they might not have normally taken. I mean, we're talking Steph Curry from midcourt here, aren't we? Well, but it's a lesson for the kids out there. You have to take your chances. Yeah. Like, I, I I have never been a guy that was comfortable shooting my shot. And somehow I got married because I, I took the shot. You have to at least try, don't you? But then the, on the flip side, we've got something, a, a situation where people just don't learn their lessons from others' mistakes. An athlete dating a Kardashian never ends well. No, ever. And now it's Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham is dating Kim whoa, Kardashian. Whoa, 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 I was led to believe we were having a conversation about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. There's actually more to this story you're saying. There's another couple. Kardashian's back on the market. Yes, and apparently or no, now she's dating, back off the market, I guess would be the phrase. She was off the market and now back on. With well, Odell Beckham. She was on the market and now back off with Odell Beckham. And Beckham... You know, they're, quote, hanging out. Okay. Well, what happened? Beckham got hurt this weekend. Like, the, the Kardashian <laughs> curse. Dude, the Kardashian curse is real. I'm not sure he needs to date a Kardashian to get hurt. He, he seems to do that. That seems to happen, All right, well, unfortunately. Yes, by that logic, he's been dating her for eight years. Yeah, it's a long-term relationship. That's fair. But, I mean, wow. when you think about, has it ever, like, where is Chris Humphreys now? You know? That guy's just roadkill. That his, feels like a completely different era ago. It really does, but there is a since. whole list of athletes that it has just not gone well for. What I, do you think what do you think about the situation of following up Pete Davidson? Like Beckham is the is the rebound to, to one Pete Davidson. Yeah. Which is something that a lot of us can't figure out. I I just with the with the run he went on there that that was a that's an all-time run 
that really went on there for about a couple of years, whatever it was. I mean, it was. Have just... you ever have you watched any of his show on Peacock, Bubkiss? I have not seen that yet. No, very funny. Is it? I saw him at the uh, UFC Apex not too long ago. We, I yeah. was in there for I can't remember which fight it was. He was in with his crew. They were like they were rolling like twelve deep. I did not realize he was a as tall and b as skinny as he is. Oh, he's like six four, six five. It's that was a complete shock to me. A yeah. complete shock. I don't know why. I don't know what my original interpretation of of his stature was, but that one caught me off guard. All right, well, just listen to a, a list of athletes that have dated a Kardashian. A Kardashian me? or the Kardashian? A. A. Okay. Lamar Odom, we know about. Right. Chris Humphries married Kim. That didn't go. Very far. Well, for him, that was pretty much the highlight of the. Well, it's been all know, downhill since. True. Um, Tristan Thompson, uh, mm-hmm. James Harden at one point. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, Harden. Rashad McCants. All right. Miles basketball here. Yeah. Miles Austin. Yeah, that was. I remember that one. Ben Simmons. How'd that work out? <laughs> Although I don't ben think Ben Simmons needed a Kardashian to implode. First time ben's. he ever shot a shot. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Not bad. Not Evan, bad. that's it for the week for you on the microphone. You're never going to Good gonna night, everybody. <laughs> Take care of your waitresses and bartenders. <laughs> I got to go. Uh, Matt Kemp, like his career went off a cliff. Yeah. Kemp was a beast at one point. He really was. Jordan Clarkson, Rick Fox, Chandler Parsons, Blake Griffin, again, off a cliff. Um, Rick Fox? Who was Rick Fox? Let me see who Rick Fox was dating. Maybe, did Rick Fox date mother? I don't know. Rick Fox? Does anyone have the answer to that? We'll get back to that. Go ahead. Go back to the list. Chloe. Uh, Chloe. Chloe dated Rick Fox? Yeah, Federica, our TV producer. He had to have been retired at that point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I of mean, course he was retired by that point. Hammond? Rick Fox has been out of the league forever. It's a Silver Fox. You know, maybe. That's a so big I'm just move. It's irrelevant me. to the older guys. You know, you what, know? What, what went wrong in his life? I don't know. How, how, what was the stock portfolio like before and after? He could have <laughs> taken a hit in the market. True. Could have. Kyle Kuzma. All right. Like, they're like. If we're counting Jenners, right? Devin Booker? Yeah, Devin Booker, too. You absolutely. Got, I think you got to count them all. Reggie Bush. And then you were saying before when we were talking about this, or Reggie Bush, like he, he Reggie went on Bush went on an incredible run. People yeah. forget Reggie Bush underwhelmed in New Orleans, and a lot of that was during the relationship when he broke when he and Kardashian broke up. Reggie Bush was I'm not going to say USC Reggie Bush with the Miami Dolphins, but he rekindled like he blew up and started making plays all over the field. It was the curse of Kim Kardashian. That was like the first one where you realize, but it was almost like the life got better. He got better. He was yeah. way better. If we could find the line of when they broke up and you look at his game logs after, he was fantastic. Can we uh, at least examine one thing about this Kelsey Taylor Swift thing? Sure. Would you want to date Taylor Swift just based on the fact that you're likely to end up the subject of a song? That's yeah, it's it's. It would be very uncomfortable because at every turn in your relationship with her, you got to be on guard. Like, you know how the first few months you're dating someone, you're really on edge because you're trying to present a certain image that clearly is not you. You're holding in the farts, you're holding in the burps, you're holding open the door, all those things. Holding some things in, holding some things open. Uh, With her, you would never be able to let your guard down. Because the one mistake will bury you forever. I would be suspicious every single time she was typing something into into her phone or writing down a note. Right. Like... 
Oh, what did I just do? How does 65,000 people will be singing in unison at your most horrific moments, and they'll be loving it. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.